Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm your boy, Anthony. Welcome to another edition of What Speed the Podcast. What's up, y'all? <laughs> so to all my new uh, subscribers, followers out there, this is a mental health awareness um, podcast. So thanks for thugging it out with me. Thanks for supporting me. <laughs> if you haven't checked out my previous episodes, please do that. I know you'll thoroughly enjoy it. Um, but without further ado, this episode that's premiering, um, it's called uh, the Facebook. Um, this is a live edition of Depression is Real. And this is actually the finale of that live um, edition when I did it a few months ago. I totally forgot I did not release it yet. So I was like, did I ever finish that? And I just happened to look through my episodes and I, and I saw I never released it. And I was like, oh my God, I need to release this. <laughs> if y'all hear some noise in the background, that's my dog right now. She is chewing on some type of toy, trying to get to these treats that she is still yet to figure out how to get to them. So... I'm going to let her keep doing it so until she figured it out. Anyway, that was a side note. <laughs> but um, it's come, going back to what I was saying, yeah, I hadn't released it, so I'm uh, releasing it now. So hope you enjoy it. This is the finale of the Depression is Real live edition uh, coming up next. So here it is. I got this to ask. So has there been a time that you've used alcohol or some type of recreational drug to cope with depression? Fuck. Alcohol. Definitely. No, no bullshit. <laughs> Don't lie about it. Yes. Alcohol. No, I wasn't laughing at you. Sorry. I, my, my old lady's in the background doing the, the violin. She's like, Check. It's like, yep, you, yep, yep. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 like, Got your ass. I didn't do any drugs for, I mean, I smoked weed in high school, but not like for real, for real. It didn't, I didn't even really get affected by it for real. Like, now nah, think about it, I was more like puffing and just and exhaling some, some shit. Okay, how about but, now though? But so leading up to high school, um, I graduated on a Monday and then I went to boot camp that Tuesday. And that's when I experienced like life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's when, you know how we see the, the battle of World War One, the battle of Normandy D-Day and shit where they're about to attach the beachhead. That's how like life hit me. Like that's how it was. Like, cause like, it was just like, boom, walk across the stage, smack up. Now I'm on the airplane going to boot camp and then smack up. Now I'm like getting yelled at in my haircut. And I'm just like, this is my life now. Like, like you ever, you ever looked at yourself and was like, yo, this is my life now. Like, yeah. like I'm getting to the answer, dude, calm down. So, so in boot camp, right. Like that's why I started like experiencing life and, and meeting friends and shit like that. So 
uh, when I started losing friends, I started having to take a fifth of Jack to fall asleep and whatnot. So when I started experiencing suicide for mm-hmm. the first time, it wasn't at school or, or, or nothing like that. I mean, you watch TV and stuff, but I got exposed to it in that extreme environment. So, mm-hmm. and the dude killed himself uh, a few doors down from my, my, my dorm room. So um, it was, that was like really weird for me to go through that. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling like, like aggressive and like really mean. Cause like even the Marine Corps was like a really aggressive environment. So I felt, I felt it wasn't not normal to show up to PT the next morning or at six in the morning, half drunk, hungover or something. It was a thing. So it was almost like, it was like, I was doing the right thing, getting fucked up to my problems. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was alcohol for sure. Now it's weed, but you know. Gotcha. Um, with me, I use, I don't use alcohol or weed. I, I can't do weed. Um, mm. It's my, my job. Yeah, we record it too, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, can't do it. <laughs> I go another outlet, which is in tennis to get out like my frustration and stuff. Oh, now oh, I'll play airsoft though. The show and podcasts and talking to people. Like I feel so alive. Like I never felt like Brianna as a woman, right? What do you, what, what, what makes you feel the ultimate scene? You're like, mm, I'm seen like, like when people, when you're in the environment, people look at you and you're like, they see me like, Hell. <laughs> oh hell. You really about to make me think. Um like no, you don't think about your depression, you don't think about nothing. You're like, I am I'm that big. I'm that B right now. Is it like when I, you're in uniform? You know what? There's some days when it's when I'm in uniform. Um, there's some days. And it's it's not not having a power trip. And let me make that very clear to anybody on Facebook. It's not being a power trip. It's not me being on a power trip. It's me being able to, on my side of town, it's sometimes being able to be who I am, exactly who I am, and being able to talk to them a certain way. Mm-hmm. Whether they're white, black, I mean, I don't, I don't care what color you are. Mm-hmm. But again, I've had multiple situations where just not being in uniform where I've been used for a certain reason because of me being a black female sometimes you know you can bring a little bit of finesse to it yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and that and that's where where I feel um sometimes it's, it's even hell when I'm out with my friends yeah um because I know what I look like I know what I've been through in the past two years I I ain't got no car to be body but you know what? I'm still I got bitch. stuff to make myself look good. So I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm that bitch. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Um, I don't, I mean, it, it, as my grandmother would say, everything that is made that's, that's made in your size ain't for you to wear. But sometimes I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> I look good in this and I don't care. <laughs> I, I am a bad bitch right now. And, and that's, that's how I feel when I'm on stage. You like whenever I like that's how I feel doing podcasts. You feel me? Like it's like I don't I wouldn't say imposter syndrome, but like I don't worry about you don't see my childhood trauma. You see me for me. You feel me? And I feel like yeah. you see the raw me. 
And yeah. then me you, telling you my backstory is just giving you more context on that, that person that you see. You feel me? So hopefully you'll feel more or connect more or disconnect from me. I don't know. You feel yeah. me? I hope you connect more, me being more genuine with you. You feel oh. me? But I think people forget boundaries. You feel me? I think that's the issue too, because people get real butthurt when you reject them or, or you're like, well, how do you, bro, I didn't, you, you just assume because we boys just gonna come in my house and, and dookie in my, in my, in my bathroom like that? Like, what? What are you talking about? That's like, it's boundaries, bro. Like, no, right. no. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But then he'll get butt hurt and be like, oh, we well, are not my friend. That's kind of weird. Like, well, that's your, co- that's how you buy. Uh, I'm not about to that. The fact that you assume that and then yeah. got mad that I felt insulted by what you did is wild to me. Right, right, right. Well, first of all, you better not ask to do that in my house. We're going to have a problem. <laughs> we've got to be friends for at least three years before you even, you yeah. know what I'm saying? we got to be friends for a good little minute before you decide to come to my hey, house. Hey, right, right. I don't do your, you can't say I do keep yours, right? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how I be getting my people, dude. I'm like, yo, you can't even be mad at me. Why did that to you? You're like, no, well, all right, then. <laughs> so um we got another question for you guys. So if, uh, if a loved one of yours was seriously depressed, what actions did you take to help them? Um, Break down doors when they try to commit suicide. Me. I mean, um... Oh, you didn't hear that one, huh? <laughs> You're not here for that conversation. <laughs> I should say shit. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's really just, you have to be there for them. People mm-hmm. don't realize that when people are going through depression and people don't realize how serious depression is, um, especially if they're getting to that suicidal point, um... You have to be there for them. Um, not saying that you gotta like while they're sleeping just stare at them like all night and just looking at them. Right, that's right. Like, you might have to now, but but that's also they need to be in a hospital if you're doing that. Baby <laughs> monitor, baby monitor with a camera. Exactly. Like, but you need to be there if if that means hey, bringing them a meal, you know, taking them out um, for a shopping day or a spa day or something it is it's not wrong it's just showing (coughs) how you genuinely care for them um I can say after having a baby I am super grateful for my village now I wasn't suicidal being postpartum having postpartum no it was just very rough yeah Anthony went back to work um I was by myself a lot I was a full-time student I now have a newborn baby. I have two dogs that need to be walked. I got to, you know, dinner's got to be made. Yeah. Like, you you know, you got to make sure you eat and uh-huh. it, you got to make sure you're taking care of yourself. And my village would come over and, hey, go, you know, go shower or, hey, I'll feed the baby or, hey, what do you need to eat? Or, hey, I'll come over and walk the dogs. You know, I was very grateful for that. And sometimes it's just doing little things for people. Little things, yep. Little things you will never know how much that means to them, especially if they're in that state. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not wrong. Oh, good. No, no, I was just saying not wrong. That's all. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think uh, another thing also, like as for also with the little things, but just um, like a, if, if that person's in that type of state, just being there for them and like, 
if they need a if they need a person to just sit down and and watch TV, you know, watch an episode one. Like if they need somebody to watch a corny TV show with them or a corny movie with them or whatnot, even though you hate the movie or hate the TV show or whatever, then but just be that be that person because that will help them feel better, you know. Just be that. Yeah. What's the hold space? Huh. Got to hold space for a person. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because that was actually on the episode of um, All American uh, um, Homecoming. Mm-hmm. This girl, uh, one of the main characters. What's, what's her name? Um, She's the one from from previous All American. Yeah. Um, um, girl name. Ooh. Oh gosh! But her, uh, <laughs> but her, um, her tennis friend, uh, ended up almost getting raped at this party, and so luckily the the baseball um, star came around and and like stopped it or whatever, and so the the tennis person she was like in the lounge and whatnot. And she was like all distraught and the dude was like, are you, you good or whatever? And she was like, no, not really, but you can go. And he was like, are you sure? And she was like, well, can you just sit here and just watch this movie with me? And so, yeah. That's I, think Simone. Uh, I think Simone. Yes. There Simone. we go. Hey. I had, I had ask me. That's his show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch that show. I watch a lot of stuff that doesn't make me think. Because I feel like when I, I feel like we got enough stuff to stress out about. I, just, I don't really watch those shows. My, my, my old lady does, but I don't. I watch them with her sometimes. Sometimes then she's like, that's some wild shit, dude. Like, can you believe that girl said, what? She did what to whose boyfriend? Oh, that's crazy. But then Logan, I'm like, all right. So I go right back. I can already pick the plot. I'm going to go ahead and play the game now. You know? Um... <clears throat> But I watch a lot of stuff that doesn't make me think because I feel as if, again, we have too much going on and it stresses us out. I want to continue that stuff all the way until I go to bed. So I wake up, stress, 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 go to bed, stress, stress. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. We watch some failed videos or something, fat people falling or something, you know, penguins flying out of the sky, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I watch stuff that rocks your brain at night. You know, Family Guy, American Dad, you know. Right, right. But I even stuff that my brain in the middle of the night. But even Family Guy and American Dad is what? A depiction of this, you know? So I'm like, mm, I don't feel like I'm escaping this bullshit still. I mean, I do enjoy that shit. Don't get me wrong. I ain't hating on that. Don't get me wrong. I'm I love just saying. It. You know what I mean? I like Zoids, Power Rangers. They, I like some, take my mind elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to. You listen to the Power There's a Power Rangers podcast. That's all. Really? Really? It's, a power it's, it's like an adult version. What's it? What's it? Hey, don't be lying, my nigga. No, don't look, be don't look, lying. I'm asking you to link. Yeah, I listen to that shit. Look, I'm telling you. I went to a I went to a comic convention, bro. Comic Con, bro. Mm -hmm. Blue Ranger came up, bro. I'm talking about. I was like, holy shit, bro! Like you did that yourself. He's like, yeah. I'm like, nick. You feel me? Like I thought he was legit. You feel me? I'm like, yo, that's crazy. (laughs) You know how you end black people depression? You know how you do it. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be 100. I, I already feel like I know how to do it. You feel yeah. me? 
take the motherfucker to the zoo, a good zoo. Take a dude to the art gallery. Make them experience life. A zoo? Like, like yes. How many, how many kids have never been to the zoo? How many kids have never told them that you love them? Why do you think I say it all the time? People probably never heard it. I'm not trying to make you fall in love with me, man. I'm just telling, being different. Hey, yo, I love you, bro. You're beautiful. You're handsome. You feel me? That's a genuine connection. That's unique. That's unique. That's unique greeting. That's unique introduction. That's unique outro. That's unique feel good. You know what I'm saying? Salutation. So, that's some good ass shoes, bro. And you Thanks. know, I think, um, I think men especially don't say I love you enough. They don't. It's I weird. Like I exactly. I feel like men have a problem with saying I love you. Men outside the military. What any of my dudes? Mm-hmm. I'll suck the venom out. You feel me? You get bit, got you. Yeah, I'll take a bullet for you. Got you. Yeah. I, I I can save you. I can stop the bleeding with some with a ballpoint pen and some and some tissue enough to someone for someone else to get there. But after that, man, I don't know, man. I, but I'll get you home though. Like I feel like that's that, like that. When I understood that drive, like the drive of you ever you ever did a workout? You ever did a real hard workout? And you're tired as fuck. Yes. And you're like, and you were like, I'm gonna drop out right now. So you dropped out. You dropped out because you didn't have a reason to keep going. The reason why I kept going, what, 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 what I felt, what, so that hate from the hood that all black people feel, bro. I had that right, but mm-hmm. then coupled that with the feeling of camaraderie, of feeling like if I fail, you die. Mm-hmm. Oh, I super powered, bro. Yeah. I can do anything. You feel me? And then once I started jumping off cliffs and then and then doing this, that, and a third and experiencing life, I said, this hood shit's retarded. Yeah. This this shit's retarded. This I, I was exposed to toxic man. Bro, bro, I thought a real man, like a real dude, like a real dude, like a real man of, of respect as a black dude was a nigga in Jordan saggy pants and some other shit, bro. You feel me? I didn't know you can look like me and still be considered a man. You know, do you does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, cause it was you as being black. It's weird being colorful. This is the first time I ever really experimented with my fucking dreadlocks. It's always been black. Why? Oh, you never had colored dreads? No. I used to back when my dreads were longer. Yeah, my first dreads were longer than this. And then I cut them to go into the military. You feel me? And I had a fade for a while. You feel me? And then I'm like, huh, well, I'm going to do it myself. You feel me? And then, then I got a face pier- like, bro, like, bro, bro. Black people need to experience life. Like you got to not, not, not just comfortably push them out there comfortably. Go camping. How many black people went camping? Like camping, camping. Like, bruh, you feel me? Not like I went to a hotel at a resort or my cousin Pookie did when I was six. No, bro. Do this. Sh- go kayaking. You ain't been kayaking. You feel me? That's white people shit. What is white people shit? Then you get offended when they say nigga shit. That's retarded. Yeah. Why perpetuate a stereotype that you don't even like? You feel me? Yeah. So it makes it hard to say we need to grow while we're still... So that's basically saying we're on our couch fat as fuck saying, yeah, we need to exercise. Yeah, we'll start tomorrow type shit. That's pretty much what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to really fix the problem. What are we doing here? Just talking, blowing smoke up our ass, having just campfire conversations the whole time for decades? Come mm-hmm. on, man. I haven't seen black people come together since the first week of the goddamn George Floyd riots. That's, that's yeah. Keep that a buck. We was damn near about to solve racism right then, that first week. We almost eradicated that shit. But guess what? We lost our fucking minds. And it seems like. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm good. 
<laughs> like um, and I, this this I don't know how this topic changed like that, but <laughs> um, it seems like as far as unity is concerned with African Americans, it seems like we are the strongest in camaraderie when a tragedy happens. But as soon as whatever tragedy happens after two weeks or whatnot goes by, then it's like Nigga, it's still cool. It's bro, it's lame to be smart. You weren't a man in the black community unless you were fucking bitches. You weren't the nigga unless you were flexing money. You're not the dude unless you're in jail. Best be one hundred. Why, dude? You can tell me how much a gram of weed is, right? But you can't tell me. You you could you could even tell me when the next Jordans are gonna come out and what store and time and day of week it's going to drop. But you can't tell me the fucking Pythagorean theorem. Wow. Keep that a buck. Why are we talking about depression? You said the subject change. Nigga, you got to talk about all that. The root of depression is unity, my nigga. We feel alone. Every rap song. Juice World and Tupac and XXX changed the game. And why? Because they talked about feeling sure of some thuggish shit in the middle of that shit. But they're feeling themselves and being real with themselves and being real with life, my nigga. Be 100. Is there other artists that do that? Yes. But why do these have more influential power than them? Because their words spoke to fucking people, bruh. You feel me? Be 100. They... Why, how come every person, artist, author, stripper, penguin, otherwise, dies when they unite people? Because there's a bigger agenda afoot that we can't see yet until we get put in a fucking situation, then we can't even speak about it. Because then, what did it, we fucked up, bro. That's all I got to say, man. Jump on in. What you, what you thinking over there? I mean, it. I don't. Disagree. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Be one hundred. No, me out. no, you're not wrong. Um, that that's the. It, it, there's just so much with it. I mean, we we don't like the first two weeks. We're we're good. We're all in it. We're we're, you know, it's fuck the police, fuck the white man, fuck this, fuck that, blah blah blah. And then we're all good, and we come in as one, and then. A week or two later, we just fizzle out and everybody's doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, then, and then it's the thing of it's back to us versus us again. Yeah. And the bad part is, and touching on this, we have Black activists here in Greenville and there's one I, I'm not a, a fan of. There's one. And I've voiced it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's nothing for me meeting people it's you have to you can't always come in as a butthole especially as a man mm-hmm. when you're speaking to a female sometimes especially if she's being respectful um don't come in with an attitude thinking you own the whole damn world when you need something from me not vice versa mm-hmm. um and we have these black, you know, Black Lives Matter groups, and it's good. But now you have both leaders battling each other. 
Now they're at odds. So my thing is, we're supposed to be coming together, but y'all can't get along because you don't like what he's doing. You don't like what she's doing. I mean, at this point, you know what? I was like, you know what? Y'all can enjoy that. I'll just do my own Black Lives Matter thing over here because I don't want to be in y'all's foolishness. Because I don't need y'all's, as I call it, their spirits, whatever y'all got going on with y'all. Because when I tell people I am that person, I don't. If you have that spirit of just whatever you got going on, and I know I have my own stuff going on, I don't want what you got falling on me because right, it right. puts that on me, right? And that brings me down, uh-huh. and people don't believe it, right? Yeah, they're like, "Oh, you bringing God into it?" No, it's it's an aura that people have, whether you believe in God or you don't. People have an aura. There's a spirit that will jump from person to person, uh-huh. and okay. I'm done with this person. I've I've made this person feel like crap. Let me jump to the next person. It's going to jump and it's going to hop from person to person. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind being the person that you cry, you know, you talk to. But again, as I tell people, we're not going to have this conversation three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times. We have a conversation twice. Mm-hmm. After that second time, you can figure it out on your own. Is okay. and and that's just how I feel. Right. Where I'll be there for you, but as as a people, as a unit, as one, we do need to step up. We we have to stop being against each other. Right. And just like Ruby said, is is white people shit. Now I would I will say certain things, <laughs> certain things I do say, but it's as a joke because it is a joke that I'll have with people that I know, and right. it and it it don't matter. I mean. I'm like, you know what? That's some that's some hood rat shit. Yeah. But, but it's again, a thing though. But again, we we make a joke because hood rat shit can be white people, black people, Mexicans, Indians. I mean, Africans, Koreans, Asian. It don't matter if you doing something stupid. You doing something stupid, which is why we call it hood rat shit. It so, don't. <laughs> so as a race or a community as a whole, how can we help people? With depression, as a whole, as a community, um, yeah, experience life. Yeah, because you sad with your environment. You know nothing else but gun, gun violence and bullshit, right? You know, you know how to shoot dice, right? You know how to. By the age of eight, you probably a master at spades, right? Right, but you don't know shit about Benjamin, Columbia, you know Franklin, snakes. You don't know the different type of stuff. That's weird. I was a white boy for being out in nature. Why am I white for being out in nature? Why am I? Why am, see, because then when I grown up, that's gay. I want to be with around my friends in the woods. But when you say that same sentence from my dad's mouth, he's questioning like, "Bro, are you gay or something? You out in the woods with some white? What are you doing? Like, what are you like?" I don't know, dude. I'm seeing nature. I'm playing in the mud. What is this? What is this stick? I wonder what type of stick this is. You feel me? Like, you don't do that in the hood. It's just, you play basketball, you rap, or you become a couch potato. Someone's baby daddy. Why are they more popular? And it's, I mean, it it is absolutely true. I mean, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You have to be willing to go out and do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and go experience life. Like I lived in New York. I can tell anybody I was in summer camps. They took us places. Um, I can say living in New York, I've never been in Ellis Island, but I've been to the Statue of Liberty more times than I can count. Mm-hmm. Now, also, I don't do heights. One, I don't like being in airplanes, but I've never I've never been to the 
the Empire State Building to the top of it. I've been in it, but I've never gone on an elevator. I don't fuck with elevators. Mm-hmm. Anybody that knows me knows that. <laughs> I've got stuck in one. Mm, that's that's the uh-uh. But I try to make it, I've been on cruises. I've been to the Bahamas. I've been to St. Martin. I've been to the Virgin Islands. I've been to, I've been to Cuba. And that was an experience. And I will tell anybody, I mean, if they ever open it back up, if you get a chance to go, go. We really think that we live in poverty. Those people's, their monthly salary was $20. Wow. $20. No, not everybody has a car. So they're either waiting for a taxi, a friend, or they're waiting for the bus. Um, their Wi-Fi, I think just for an hour was like a dollar twenty-five. A dollar twenty-five. Like that, like it blew my mind. Boy, that, hey, here's 20 bucks, cuz I'm good. <laughs> like and that and that was the crazy part. Like that was like my post when I came back. I was like, after visiting this, I mean, this beautiful country, I was like, I have nothing to complain about. Yeah. I have more here than they do there. I mean, their apartments are shabby. I mean, you have kids on the street asking for money. Yeah. I mean, and now some of them are scams because they know you're tur- tourists. But I mean, I travel and that's what I want my daughter to do. I mean, outside of living in New York, I think I went to an aquarium once. I've been to Georgia Aquarium. I love that aquarium. I, it's just something about it. I love and call me weird. I like sharks. How's that? Why, why would I call you weird? I mean, no, no. And people will. And people did because they're I like, like animals. Why would I call you weird? I, you know what? I've, I've literally watched Shark Week. I can't remember when I started. It was one Here's day. The thing, you know, I mean, people like fucking sharks. It's Shark Week. You don't see Eel Week. And, and, and people are weird about it, but they're like, that's weird. And I'm like, why is it weird that I, you know, I mean, you can call me weird. I, I don't care because at the end of the day, I'm me. I like what I like. You get right, right. Um, But I love sharks. And going to the aquarium, I get to see different animals. You know, you, you're. I mean, I'm not about to go scuba diving and looking for these animals. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> I get to go and see this huge tank with these beautiful animals who, I mean... I will probably never get to see them out in the wild. I yeah. mean, I would love to go more like to different places. I mean, I love the zoo. Um, I just can't do it in Greenville. It's too small for me. I grew up in New York and we have Bronx Zoo and it's huge. Yeah. They have like a little thing where you can ride from side to side in the park. Well, you got kids. It's, for, it's supposed to be education for them. That is very true. That's why we are either going to Columbia or we're going to Atlanta. <laughs> and it's just, and it's just because of, there's more there. Mm-hmm. I want I want you to see like what an actual zoo looks like. Like ours is just very small. Yeah. Like I mean, and that's good, but I want you to get to see like a huge lion habitat and like the, the vultures and I can't. Oh God, I don't even remember the last time I went to the zoo. Like and that I actually Enjoy. got to go to one. Yeah. Um. I went to the spy museum. You went to the what? Spy museum. You said spider? Spy museum. Oh, spy. I thought you said spider. I was about to say, mm, right. oh, I don't do spiders. <laughs> spy museum. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was actually, it was actually fun. You got to uh, go in as like a, an agent, sort of speak. 
Okay. So you got to solve like, um, learn how to be an agent, learn how to solve like different riddles and stuff like that. And you learn different backgrounds on um, all these cases and stuff like that. It was, it was neat. Um, uh, you got to deal with this shit here that we're dealing with. And then your occupation is a fucking spy. I can only imagine like how fucking depressed and stressed out you are in your head. Ooh. It's just like I I I I give them that. I'm like, cause the time you're away from family and friends and you don't really get to talk to anybody, I'm good. Thank you. You probably don't even believe in friends at that point. No, because you can't can't have anybody and then you're moving around so much. It's just you never you never get to be or experience anything or get to have that happiness that you want. Uh-huh. Which is why I tell anybody. You got to make something in this life. You got to yeah. make it. Yeah. And that's and my goal is to work my butt off and have my own business at some point because I, I want a legacy or something for my child to have. Mm-hmm. We have to start. And I tell anybody this, we have to start leaving things for our kids. Yeah. You don't want them to forever have to work for someone. Yeah. You want them to have their own. Mm-hmm. And why aren't we trying to set them up for success? Yep. And I mean, having multiple kids wow. by multiple men or multiple women is not creating that. You're you're kind of, which is why a lot of the kids have mommy issues, daddy issues. I mean, they have these complexes. Um, but I mean, I. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm just one person. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't say that my childhood was perfect. I can't. Yeah. There are some things that affected me and have made me the way that I am. But I I can't tell you I have mommy issues. I can't tell you I have daddy issues. I don't. I have both my parents. But I don't talk or look down on someone who didn't Mm -hmm. because I don't know what their dynamic was. I don't know what caused you. You know, I can't speak on why you're here right or your conception there we go right prom night dumpster baby i mean hey meth baby i mean i mean we make jokes and no no bs i'm like these meth heads pop out babies like every other month whereas the person who really wants a child can't you know, have the, the adoption industry must be insane it's ridiculous and I hate it because I actually just watched um, a documentary where this woman actually used her foster kids just oh. as money. Oh. Like they were in a basement. I mean, it was literally, I was like, nope. I was like, nope. That's why I can't work for any type of child protective services. Even like my position, there's days where I have to sometimes keep my mouth shut because I'm like, yep, no, mm-mm, no, because I'm going to say something really wrong, get me fired. I'm like, let yeah. me just, yeah. <laughs> That's why they always look devoid of libraries. Yeah, we're going to have to take them. Sorry. And then there's days I'm just, and then there's some, there's some situations where it's, I'm just like, okay. Gotta right. go. Yep, gotta go. Okay. <laughs> and I just, I can't help and you don't want to laugh because some of the stuff right. is actually really funny. And I guess sometimes that's what gets me in trouble is I laugh. Uh, thanks. 
I have to keep from smiling. I mean, from crying tears all the time. And yeah. I refuse to cry all the time. Yeah. So um got a final uh we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up because I know it's it is nine oh it's nine oh nine. Good lord. <laughs> I'm, I think you don't gotta edit this junk. <laughs> I, I actually like the Joe Rogan feel the conversation kind of like like that where it's not in as much. I like I like this one. Go ahead, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Um so any final uh words of encouragement for people that are um dealing with depression because I know um like we said we've seen countless people are posting that they are dealing with depression and anxiety and um you know they are so stressed out they are having like horrible time then with all these different shootings and horrible events that are going on with also with the Ukraine war and stuff. So what what advice can we give to all of these people to at least help them to give like maybe some type of peace of mind or you know something what what do you guys uh recommend um i think one thing that i will start off by saying is to uh as far as decompressing wise is to not i've said this multiple times but i'm just gonna continue to say it is to unplug is to unplug from um, social media, unplug from, you know, all the different outlets where you're getting all of these um, news stories and that sort of thing. Unplug and take a day, a, a day to um, pamper yourself, a self um as they call it, a self-help uh, day. I think that's how you call it. Um, so a day where you just, you know, take your, if it's if it's one of those days where making yourself feel good as far as like getting your nails done, hair done, uh, hair cut, um, getting a massage or something like that, just, just um, doing whatever to um Give, to give yourself a peace of mind or going out on a walk, picnic, or going out playing tennis, doing music or whatever. Um, just giving yourself that one day of taking care of yourself. That that would be my suggestion and de-plugging. So. Uh, I agree with that. Um, definitely unplug. Um, Take time for yourself. Um, yeah, get your hair done. I mean, hair done, haircut, go get a massage. Um, a lot of places now, um, certain states I know, they have this thing called drift therapy. You go and you just lay in a thing of salt water for like 30 minutes to an hour. Very calming. Um, it's supposed to be like sensory deprivation. deprivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to like help out a lot with your mental health. Um if you really need somebody, get somebody that you trust mm-hmm. to talk to. Um, it does not make you weak or or I don't even know what other word to use. It less means, of a person. Yeah, less of a person. If you want to go and speak to a counselor or a therapist, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, I mean, 
don't let anybody tell you that it's okay to, to, to feel suicidal. There are days where it is okay to not be okay, mm-hmm. but you cannot feel like that every day. There, I mean, laugh, laugh, cry, joke. I mean, if you have to literally just sit on your couch for 24 hours and just watch TV, do that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Read a book. I mean, just, you know, something that will stimulate you or Mm -hmm. something that inspirational, motivational, Mm -hmm. different things like that. I mean, that'll help. Mm -hmm. Go play with puppies, kittens, go do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I said this uh, my last uh, in my episode when I was with the inside of a man um, Facebook live inside of man's mind Facebook live um, we said that uh, when people go and go take a shower um, that's kind of a, a release because that warm water is stimulating and the steam from the shower is kind of like a, a relaxation. So a lot of people, when they get into the shower, they feel, you, you feel like you feel better. Like you feel like um, the weight of the world is, is, is been taken off of you. So um, a lot of people, when they get in the shower, that's the time of like, decompressing you can cry in the shower you sing in the shower and you just feel better after you get out the shower you know that's another way and, and crying you know like like you said brown just cry if you gotta cry just cry and let it out because crying will make you feel so much better after you just release all that energy and you just like oh mm-hmm. i'm good and now i can go to sleep <laughs> you know <laughs> Ruby. Oh, oh sorry. I was waiting, I was waiting to do your thing. Uh, but no, no, that um that sounds that sounds accurate to history. I mean, warriors did that in time. They didn't do little sauna bash. You see capuchin monkeys do that all the time. They do a little sauna soap. So I mean, maybe that holds some weight to humans. Maybe that's maybe it shows that we're connected to the nature a little bit more. But my advice, man, is um <sighs> Whenever you're feeling down, you should just, I want you to go like in a quiet place and just take a deep breath and, and think about how, how your, your life, how far you've made it. You, you I mean, you overcome so much, you, you know, you came so far forward, you know, and this is just a little bump, you know, and. You just got, you, once you get over that, man, you'll realize, man, and you'll keep going through the cycle and doing it again. You should set a goal for yourself. You feel me? Break that goal. I, it's even better to have a rival because if you're having a reason to wake up out of bed, you feel me? Like, set a, like, but if you don't got one, set a goal for yourself. Break that goal. Set another one. Keep doing that because that's all life is because these, these films are cycles. It comes, it ebbs and flows. One day you're sexy. One day you're that bitch. One day you're not. One day you're fat. One day you're questioning but it's all about how you deal with those emotions in between time, you know, and it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to deal with misery and pain, but if you sit in it and wallow in it, it does things to you. You, you feel me? Like when it's time to move on and, 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 and get past that moment, you got to, man. And uh, especially if you have kids, 
because kids looking up to you, they absorb everything like sponges. So how they're going to uh, deal with their emotions is based off how you deal with yours. So um, treat everyone with respect and how you want to be treated. You know, um, as far as the anxiety, pick up a hobby. Pick up a hobby that you like. I, maybe it's a guilty pleasure and you like, mm, I don't know, sculpt, naked clay sculpting. Do that. Who cares? Like, get off social media. Get off your phone. Like, it, it's not real. Likes and stuff. You just want likes for no reason. You can't even know why you want likes. Can you? Can you tell me why you want likes? You can't. You just want them. And, then, and when you don't get them, it makes you feel some type of way. It makes you feel ugly or whatever. You don't even know why you feel like that. But you do. It's because you're addicted to social media and you want instant gratification. It's cool. We all want it. You probably wouldn't hug enough. It's cool. Don't cry about it. It doesn't make you a shitty person. It makes your parents shitty people for fucking you up. But just know you're a great person. And that's it. And also one last thing. Um, if you're feeling uh, low, I would say um, get in your prayer closet. Go and get in your prayer closet and uh, just pray. Have a talk with God and, you know, just just meditate, pray. And um, sometimes uh, I listen to, um, I got a gospel playlist that I listen to that I get me through. So look, <laughs> That's what I do. And sometimes like if I may work or whatnot, when I, I used to when I used to um, work in my old job, that stressful job, I'm not gonna mention no names, but some of my friends already know. <laughs> um I will Eric get... from admin, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but I would go in um my car during lunch and I would just crank on my my gospel music during my my lunch and I was just like, okay, I'm taking it to you, the Lord, and just keep me through. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and the thing about religion, like especially with God, man, people pray and people look towards God at the worst times. You feel me? And when when stuff starts getting better for them, they forget to keep praying. You feel me? And that's just because, of the, huh? I say, and that's one thing you can't do. If exactly. You, you know, if you're a religious person, um, don't just pray for the bad. Pray for the good. Just and, and you know, pray. Just thank him for waking up this morning, because you know he gave you life. He gave you breath. He allowed you to wake up. So, you know, don't always just go to him for your time of um, distress. Mm -hmm. Just, just thank him for the stuff that you have. Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of people, um, they're not as fortunate as what you have. And it's, it's people that are worse off than what you are. So you always have to remember that, that you may be in a bad situation. However, there's somebody else that is worse off 10 times fold. So I always remember that. But um, all right. Thanks, guys, you know, for um, being on. This is my last Facebook Live for the month. So um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Um, I will. You guys are real. Hey, Omar, you're a real one, man. You get 10 Morgan Freemans out of 10, man. You, you dope. Yes. <laughs> Baby, it's your birthday. Now you don't have to wait.